want to welcome you to another episode of the Connor's Corner Podcast. It's the love edition. Happy Valentine's Day month. Happy Black History Month. Happy Black History Month. Happy Black History Month. Yeah, man, we got a great show lined up for you, man. Heavy on the sports talk today. Heavy on the sports talk, man. We got some champions. We got some champions crowned. We got some, some coaches moving. We got some coaches falling off. We got some MVPs falling off. We got we got a lot going on. We got a lot going on in sports, man. But not only that, we got some personality talk, some self-awareness talk, some introspective talk, some look in the mirror talk, among other things. We talk about the abuse of power. Are you abusing what little power you got? Or are you doing right with it? Are you having integrity? Are you showing great character? What you doing? All that. A little bit more. If we can squeeze in an ass Nikki segment with J-Dubs, girl, you know we getting that in. Coming up on the Connor's Corner Podcast. It's official. The doomsday for football guys, football coaches. And we know that it's January 10th, 2024. Pete Carroll is fired. Big Saban is behind. Bill Belichick and the Patriots agree to mutually part ways. Whatever the fuck that means. But I want to go to Nick Saban. Thank you. 
shouldn't go, you know? You're not the big bad Alabama you think, or everybody with the fact that you got more to offer than other schools. But now it's about money, it ain't even about all that more kids to care about about money now, they want their bag. So now that everybody can provide their bag, you lose a little advantage. But farewell, Nick Saban. Farewell, Bill Belichick. Farewell, Pete Carroll. I believe it's time for y'all to go. They let these white coaches coach in the NFL as long as they want to, in college as long as they want to. They in their 70s. You know who hasn't been able to get them jobs? A lot of qualified black coaches that's been out here trying to get it. And they haven't had an opportunity because these guys been having a stronghold on and hiring their sons and all that stuff. And so you'll never see me sad about a white man, a rich old white man moving on. You'll never see me sad about that. But it's nice to know that, you know, although Nick Saban is retiring, Nick, so- Nick Saban know my name too. He had the game plan against Indiana. And I know as much as he got to do with the DBs, I torched a couple of his DBs in 97. And then a few years later, he had the game plan for my brother at LSU when he ran for 48 times for like 150 on him. The LSU and a loss. You know what I'm saying? And then if he had to coach against my uncle as the Browns coach, I'm sure defensive coaches had something to do with special teams. He had the game plan for all of us. So, yeah, it was nice to see Nick Saban retire, but Nick Saban know me just like I know him. He knows some of my family just like I know him, even if it was for a brief moment in time. Shots out to your Saint Nick. It was a hell of a run. Glad my boys didn't go to Alabama. You know what's wild out here in life when, whether you're talking about the dating game, whether you're talking about married couples, whether you're talking about single people that are in, um, you know, committed relationships, single people that are dating, single people that are just single as hell. As soon as you express an interest in wanting to do something, It's funny to me how the other person automatically assumes that you want to do it because of them or you only want to do it to spend time with them. Like some people gonna do that shit and they just inviting you to come along because they doing something that they like to do. Everything ain't always about trying to acquiesce to the other person. And I'm sure I'm even included in that. Somebody say they want to do something or they want to watch something or they want to, um, talk about something it ain't necessarily the person the uh, the the receiving person's position to automatically assume that because somebody is telling you that that's what they want to do that it should be centered around your desires for whatever it is. You know what I'm saying? Somebody may just say, I want to go get something to eat. Or let's go grab something to eat. Oh, where are you taking me? Where you want to go? What? I'm just talking about going to get some something to eat. I mean, it's all types of food out here in the world. Everything ain't about trying to impress you with it 
Sometimes I want to just go to churches and get a 99 cent piece of chicken. You want to come do that? Everything ain't always about trying to impress somebody just because they hear you say it or you say it in their direction. That shit is crazy how people just like, you can meet somebody in a candle store and introduce yourself and want to be, you know, want to get to know them or whatever. And they will assume because they got candles or shit in their hand, they shopping for, oh, you, you saw I was shopping and you ain't even offered to buy my candles. You know, what the fuck, man? Why is everything attached to money? Like, no, we, we, we moving away from that. Like, I know that's what motherfuckers want to be on right now, but no, all this money I didn't work for for so long and stacked up, I'm just supposed to be willing to share that shit with somebody that don't mean shit to me just as an introductory gesture spend my money basically you just said just take that shit just throw it on the ground because there's no indicator that spending money gonna guarantee shit with anybody some of the ideas of this new era that we living in are fucking crazy to me i couldn't imagine being in the 80s or the 90s or the 70s or the 60s this type of mentality people will probably just look at you and laugh hysterically and walk away it's just a shame what we become as far as like instead of the growth we shrink we're a shrinking generation a shrinking culture in america as far as our mind capacity goes and doing things in a in a better or newer or more efficient way we like to shrink instead of grow that shit is crazy to me but not me man i'm on my growth motion man i'm not that's why i be out of the way on a lot of stuff man i let people i sit back i see i might say i might not say but i'm noticing what y'all motherfuckers be on out here so if i fell off that could be why Women out here abusing their power in the A. So over the last month here in Atlanta, I forget the Fulton County DA office lady name, but the Fulton County elected official been found guilty of having an improper relationship and firing the guy because he didn't want to continue to sleep with her or be with her. Abuse of fucking power. Trying to throw this man under the bus, railroad him, all this shit. Gave the Fulton County a black eye. Then your girl, Fanya Willis, Fanya Wilson, whatever her name is, the lady that's responsible for prosecuting uh, Young Thug in the YSL case. You know, the lady that was responsible, she was gonna make a whole big spectacle of Donald Trump's ass. Oh, in Georgia, he's going to jail. He's going to jail, blah, blah, blah. In YSL, they do anything. You try to do drugs and sell drugs and rap about it in my city, you're going to be in trouble. I don't understand why women get in a position of power and just feel like they don't know their place in the fucking world. At the end of the day, most of us, no matter who we are in a position of power, we got that shit from a white man. It's a white man's world. It ain't changing. A white man is probably responsible for you being in some type of position of power. I don't give a shit where you at. If you got your own business, the software that you use to run your business is probably got a white man's name on it somewhere. 
whatever application you need to use to do your podcast or use your microphone. White man's world, man. So Fanya did all that flexing and shit on TV. Said she was going to embarrass all the niggas and rappers in Atlanta doing this and that. Yeah, you can get away with that, but you ain't about to fuck with President Trump. Now they got your ass on trial, pulling out all her dirty laundry, pulling back the covers on all the dirty shit she did, all the improper relationships she having. Now they trying to pin another improper relationship on her ass. Quit doing all that fucking posturing. That's a lot of people in general. I want this. I want that. I'm going to have it my way. Okay. Okay. Motherfuckers out here still really think they in in control of their own life. No, you're in control of your habits. You're in control of your routines. But nah, man. You don't just get to do and say whatever you want to any and everybody. Shit, I even found that out. Find a way to get in with that white man. If you're going to do all that shit. Now they about to bury your ass. And Trump about to be the president again. All them felony charges, all that shit. Find you. That shit didn't mean nothing. I don't know what the fuck you thought you was doing. That shit didn't mean nothing. That nigga still the only Republican running for president right now. So we got to stop acting like we so fucking, like we fucking heroes. We got that hero syndrome in the black community, man. Alright, so this this episode of sports edition uh sports section is gonna be a little extended today, man. We uh we got a lot of news in sports for the last month. Uh, we're gonna start out with the Bucks fired their basketball coach Adrian Griffin. Uh obviously Giannis and Dame Lillard and the boys wasn't happy with him. They said he was uh he said that uh keeping Giannis' brother was committing insurance fraud. And I guess he wasn't really feeling the whole situation. They were in second place in the East, so they've been balling. But, yeah, man, for a lot between players and coaches, I guess it's that new generation. But, honestly, Giannis' brother shouldn't have been on the roster. And I know that might be part of the overall deal, but, I mean, a real coach don't want to deal with that shit. You want bodies if you're trying to make a championship run. So, um, not only that, John Harbaugh, excuse me, Jim Harbaugh, back on top of the college football world. And the Michigan Wolverines, Kings of College Football, want to swept that national championship on up, undefeated season. Shouts out to Jim Harbaugh. He then goes on to take the Los Angeles Chargers head coaching job. So bodies are bodies are dropping everywhere, and, and some people are reviving themselves. Um, Josh Allen lost to Patty. Lamar Jackson lost to Patty. Patty Mahomes back in another Super Bowl. Him versus the 49ers. We thought my boy Randall L. Antoine and the Detroit Lions was going to make it to the uh, Super Bowl, man. That would have been lit. We would have been out there turned, getting it in with my guy celebrating another winning season. But uh, it didn't work out that way, man. And the Lions had a 17-point halftime lead. I went out and pulled that uh, Atlanta Falcons Super Bowl shit. I'm in the crib. We winning. Winning. Halftime winning. I decided halftime. Oh, let's go celebrate. I go out to celebrate, we lose. I bring my ass home with a sad face, man. So, if you ain't never learned nothing, don't celebrate too early. All right. Also, in sports, 
Atlanta Falcons hire Raheem Morris. Raheem the tree. It ain't nothing more black in a city like Atlanta than a head football coach named Raheem. Now, I don't know how I feel about it. My boy at Petey Weistraw had a, a strong opinion about Raheem Morris, feeling like there was better coaches out there. Maybe think we need better players. Um, I'm cool with Raheem Morris. You know, he's probably the first black coach in Falcons history. Arthur Blank wanted to rock, rock with somebody he know with. Raheem worked as a receivers coach the Super Bowl year. So it's like, you know, if I'm going to hire a nigga, let it be a nigga I'm, I'm comfortable with. Don't, don't just tell me to hire a nigga because you tell, him, tell me he good. And so that ain't necessarily racist. That's just kind of how money people operate. They want their people or people they know or people they can control. He probably got some type of leverage or advantage over Raheem that he knows and Raheem know. And he know he going to basically be in control of that team like Jerry Jones. So it could be a lame duck move, but it's a good move because Raheem still going to make moves to try to get the locker room right, get people in here to win that we need uh, in position to win. So uh, that pretty much wraps up the sports. I'm sure I'm leaving something off. Uh, NBA All-Star Weekend is coming up. Super Bowl is coming up. Are you having a Super Bowl party? I don't know if I, I'm not. If you're having a Super Bowl party, you already know it by now. But yeah, man, that's a quick wrap-up in sports from January 3rd to February 3rd. So if I haven't already said it, <clears throat> I want to leave you with the Happy Black History Month. And I know earlier on I said that it's a white man's world. And it is. Even though it's a white man's world, it's still a black man's language. And so if you follow me on social media, you'll notice I've been posting a lot about African-American vernacular English, basically black English, black speak, Ebonics, whatever you want to call it, and how it's a, our own derived language. And so there's no language that's above another one or below another one. So the fact that we're able to communicate in this way just shows our genius. And it's similar to many complicated languages like Latin or Greek or Italian. And they just don't want to give us credit for it. So that's why they told us on the slave, uh, on the plantations, if you read it right, we'll kill you. Uh, the way you talk is wrong. That's ghetto. Uh, that's too urban. Come up with these names to try to stigmatize our way of speak because it's actually so genius that some people can't keep up and we actually determine the language. Imagine if we had pens and paper and books and could read and decipher and put the old with the new take what we're hearing and put all that together we probably would have been writing dictionaries and creating the entire language all together so you know haters don't hate but look around the world right now look at the euphemisms look at some of the things that are said in general bling bling what up word all that come from us man and it changed every year every day we can make up words and we all know what we're talking about but other people won't and there's something to be celebrated about that so talk your shit player be happy be helpful be healthy be healthful all right keep god first in everything you're doing man and uh we catch you at the march show we out of here